Hello, friends. Welcome to the JV Show. This is Jorge. And this is Viv. And this week we have Austin back. I think, Austin, you were on pretty recently, right? Yeah, I was. Hey, hey, what's up? He's back. He's back, guys. He's back. He's back. I returned. Um, First off, let's start off with uh, how's your week? Uh, Viv, anything cool this week? Um, My week was pretty chill. I didn't really do anything i've had to i don't play volleyball anymore because i injured my finger so unfortunately that's off my schedule i oh i instead of doing volleyball i've been going on runs every single morning like run run so if it's warm enough out i'll go on a walk with lumi and extend that and try and run for a bit but every single morning in order to make sure that i still kind of have at least somewhat the same level of energy expenditure i have a treadmill downstairs and i'll go on that for about 45 minutes Oh wait, what's and considered interview running or not interview interval running? What what's considered a run? So when I was talking to my friends, like, do do you guys have a connotation difference between jogging and running? Um, I mean, so like my my connotation is in terms of level of intensity, it goes jogging, running, sprinting. Yeah, I would hope so. So were you running or are you jogging? Running. Oh damn. Because, yeah. like, for me, I, I also go on runs, but I'm, like, fucking dying after. Yeah. Like, I, I, I go for, uh, like, a really fast, like, I try to get fast times mm-hmm. uh, for that distance, and I'm just fucking dead after. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so I've been doing that. Oh, and then I've been, I reintroduced cold showers back into my routine. I stopped when the winter was getting really cold, and it was, it was just fucking annoying. So I stopped about... A month ago and i reintroduced that and i'm kind of exploring the option of buying a soaking tank or not a tank <laughs> but a soaking tub so that i could take cold plunges instead because i feel like that would i feel like there are more benefits with cold plunging than cold showers because you're even though cold showers still exposes you to the cold for a while i feel like the the effect isn't as intense as if you did a full cold plunge. Isn't it not as cold? Yeah, it's also not as cold at all because like there's no ice or anything. Plunge is like almost at freezing. Yeah, right? it's like one degrees. Yeah, and I don't think our showers get that cold. It doesn't get that cold. So I, I've been doing cold showers, but I really want to try doing cold plunges because I also listened to this episode by... Andrew Huberman. Yes, actually, <laughs> by Andrew Called Huberman. It. And I've been trying to tell people to listen to it because it was really moving. Wait, it was really inspiring. You, you listen to Andrew Huberman a lot? How come you don't do the whole uh, sleep and the fucking sauna? I thing? actually have been sleeping really well oh, lately. Oh, okay. How about the sauna thing? The sauna thing? No, for me, it's so fucking annoying to do sauna. Because oh, everything okay. gets... Mm. A little bit Makes wet, sense. and I don't, and I have like a hair washing routine, and okay. I hate it when my hair gets yeah, wet all the time. I I, I kind of see that for girls. Like I've never had long hair, but I assume it'd be annoying. Like even when my hair gets a little bit long after I wash it, I'm a little annoyed mm-hmm. how long it takes to dry. So yeah, yeah. I kind of get it, but that one's huge for me. Like the whole um to do the sauna, regularly. yeah, because I go sauna like six days a week. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, like for fun. Yeah, like after workout, I'll do oh, okay. ten to fifteen minutes of sauna. Okay. Uh, and then I have one day of hot yoga, which is wow. pretty much like a sauna and, and yoga, right? Yeah. But that one's huge for me. And that one was also from Huberman and a bunch of other people that recommend that stuff. So it's the sauna, the sleep. The sleep is a huge one. I think, okay, so Viv- I've actually been prioritizing sleep Viv- as well. Viv recently told, uh, s- sent me that video of, who, who's your call it? That, that nerdy dude? 
Oh, his name was. I mean, one quick freaking no, second. No, no, but the guy. Oh, the oh, I thought you were talking about the the YouTube channel. Oh, you're talking about the the sleep or no the you, longevity guy, right? Yeah, yeah. What's his name? His name is Brian Johnson's. Brian Johnson. Yeah. So his yes. routine for your information, Austin, is fucking stupid, in my opinion. Yeah. Because it's like it's not even living anywhere. But I do agree with him wholeheartedly on the sleep, the diet, and the exercise. Those are the three things I think are like massive. I think the rest is just kind of kind of weird. What is what does he say about sleep? Uh, just you gotta get you gotta get like, I mean, okay, I keep saying this, and I think I want to do it next week, but I'll see if I can. I, I I'll, I'll redo my sleep podcast, but mm. it's just you just gotta get your like eight to nine hours. <laughs> like people who say like, oh yeah, I can work with six hours. No no no. Like the amount of people in the world that can actually thrive, like actually do well with like six hours of sleep, genetically is pretty low. It's like yeah whatever small percentage of the entire world right yeah yeah uh most people on average need that like you know seven to nine hours of sleep yeah yeah and it, i personally like the safe best to go on the high end so i don't think we actually clarified who brian johnson is he's somebody he's an yeah. entrepreneur who dedicates his life into studying the longevity and how to reverse aging essentially mm. and the video that i shared to alvin was that it was a video where this fitness influencer tries Brian Johnson's daily routine on how he tries to elongate, <laughs> extend the longevity and health of his life. I mean, reverse and, aging. I think. Yeah, reverse aging, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And his routine is fucking insane. Like he pays attention to his air quality. He takes like a hundred and something supplements every single day. Yeah. He does red light therapy. He drinks five cups of green green tea, tea every day, day. he does all wow. this stuff every single day in order to try and reverse his aging yeah or reverse his epigenetic age and he's actually done so pretty well i think he's made a name for himself for reversing i think maybe like around 10 years he's it's, it's 45 so, years old and i think his epic genetic age is somewhere within the 30s now yeah i think the big part from what i've read is the fasting is the biggest part of yeah, reversing that age uh, so if you do like intermittent fasting, but uh, like, okay, thank fuck he's doing it. So we don't have to do it because honestly, the whole reverse age thing is um like, there's no, there's no true way of figuring out how to do it until you do it. If that makes mm -hmm. sense. Right. Experimental. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, like it's yeah. almost like you don't know if it works. So for example, like the whole green tea thing, it's like, yeah. there's some data that it's beneficial so then the people who do those type of studies they just lean on it they're like okay as long as there's some data we're just gonna go ham on it right, right. and then just like fully use it but then like who knows maybe like five cups of green tea will give you ball cancer and four cups will, will be okay right like there's, there's like there's no there's no like straight up like for sure this works or this doesn't work which is why it's so hard to study right like yeah you, so like i think in some studies they can do long-term study by like upping dosage so for example like i think medicine and shit they'll be like, oh what's it like if you take this uh for 10 years well they don't do like legit 10 years of study they just up the dosage and reduce the the dur the duration for, for some of the studies mm -hmm. but for this reverse aging shit it's so hard so that's why it's like Dude, his routine is retarded, but thank fuck he's doing it, so we don't do it. Is it like considered like a pseudoscience, like that studying of like the reverse aging and stuff? Uh, I wouldn't say it's pseudoscience. I think it's like, so what he's doing it, what he's doing, I think 
all the things he does may or may not work, but there's mm-hmm. some science maybe in like animal studies or in other biological studies that it worked for that animal or that biology. Mm-hmm. So then they lean on it and they try to use that for the human study. Oh, I see. Uh, but the I human see. study is himself, right? right there's no right. actual human study of it, right? Right. Uh, so I wouldn't say it's pseudoscience. It's, it's based off like real science, everything he does, but it's not proven that it works. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, like yeah. it could it could be again one of those like uh, theories where you know someone has a theory and they test it out, but then once they test it with a placebo, it like balances out. Like it's the same as a placebo. Then it's like okay, what you're doing isn't actually doing anything, right? Mm-hmm. So, but it's, it's so hard to tell because like by the time you figure out you are doing something right or you're doing something wrong, it's already too late because it's been ten years mm-hmm. kind of thing like that, right? But like I said, thank fuck he's doing it, so we don't have to do it because what he yeah. does, whatever works for him. Now, maybe not all of it, but there could be some key stuff that say like, oh, this part works and this part doesn't work, right? And I think that's why he's trying to fund the companies to figure yeah. out what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, okay, also, I'm not sure if you know, but I'm very big into living forever. Type of thing. I, live for, I yeah. want to live forget forever, but not for the fact of life, but so I can learn shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's the whole point of living forever. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so like I listen to a lot of podcasts on this and I think the biggest one is... Uh, Davis Sinclair has a biggest one and uh, the latest podcast I heard about him it's it's big because what he wants to do is he wants to find a way to measure this right so we can't know if we're actually reversing our age until we can properly measure it right and the, right now the only way to measure it is to pay lots of money to like labs and stuff to measure all the stuff but he's saying like if we can find a way to get these measuring devices or whatever it might be in the future to like just normal people like me and you and we can measure every day then we can now see okay if I do bench presses every day it's actually going to decrease my age based off this measurement right, right? or yeah. if I do this or if I smoked every day it's actually increasing my age based on the same measurement right so then right. When, when people see that they're like oh shit like yeah, yeah. it has a more profound effect it's like okay this there's actually a cause cause and effect it's not just random right yeah yeah but anyways uh what were you talking about again some 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 something you were saying i was talking about the podcast i was listening to by andrew huberman and the cold cold yeah the episode is called leverage dopamine to overcome procrastination and optimize effort and i think it's a really fucking fascinating episode that everyone should listen in on because he talks about how the dopamine system in the brain is something where something that you can leverage and strategically use in order to achieve your goals and to navigate and not navigate but to change the way you do the things that you love on your day on a day-to-day basis so you never face burnout and so that you can train your brain to be better at taking on new goals and to prolong the prolong how well you do your tasks and doing them at like a maximum effort and also he talks about things that drain your dopamine levels that you may not think about so something that i thought was really interesting was that if you do something that you naturally love you shouldn't reward yourself for it because that will naturally increase the threshold in which your brain sets its threshold of dopamine for and you're kind of setting yourself up for burnout at that point so if you really like playing volleyball after you play volleyball you shouldn't reward yourself with getting ice cream or something. an ice cream yeah. because then your brain will naturally increase its threshold for or its baseline of dopamine for that activity and eventually playing volleyball 
by itself won't hit the same at some point because your brain will naturally want that extra high or that extra yeah the extra high that the ice cream gave you that you won't be able to get from volleyball alone Mm. and another thing it talks about is that if you feel like you're procrastinating on something or you have something that you really need to do something that people usually do so pretend you have like a paper or a project you need to finish and you're laying in bed and you're like fuck i really need to finish this it's pretty commonplace for you to be like okay i at least just moved at least just do something you might just start washing dishes and the thing is that the reason why you're washing dishes is because you're trying to at least make yourself feel a little bit more productive by at least doing something but you're still avoiding the task at hand which is finishing the project that you need to do in order to train your dopamine levels to get yourself to do that project is that you need to create a deeper trough in your dopamine base level which will allow you to bounce back to your regular dopamine base level to get you motivated to do the task that you actually need to do so say you have a project that you need to do and you're currently in a slight trough in order to naturally strategically give yourself the motivation to do that project you should do something that's harder and more and more painful and more uncomfortable than the project that you need to do so if you have a project you need to do and you want to strategically give yourself motivation to do so go and do something that you hate more than that project because that will lower your dopamine trough even lower or it'll create a lower dip in your dopamine baseline and what your brain would want to do is work harder to fill that back up or make that go back to base level faster. So you'll actually give yourself more motivation quicker to do that project than if you were to slowly wait slowly wait until you're ready to do the project or force yourself to do that project. And that was a really, really cool strategy that I learned from the podcast. That was really interesting. Wait, how do you, how do you apply this shit? So like, okay, if I... The reason why I did said projects because I have a lot of I feel like I pile on a lot of personal projects that I avoid sometimes because I just get tired from like daily responsibilities and something that I'll do is that like like this weekend I'm currently currently one of my personal projects is that I'm building an app for one of my friends and sometimes I think it just it just demands too much brain power in the day so I'll do something that I really hate so this week I went and cleaned my car, which is something I, I was avoiding for a while because it's so full of Lumi's dog hair. And I really wanted to clean my car like completely, not just wash it, not just vacuum it and all that shit, but I wanted to vacuum it. I wanted to clean my car seats, like clean the fabric of it. I wanted to um, take my front seats out so that I could actually vacuum it like fully and fully and everything and use like a brush to actually wash the inside of my car like the buttons and all that shit and i wanted to clay my car wax it wash it by hand buff it out and all that stuff like i wanted to do the whole lot and that's really labor intensive and i think that for me personally physically labor intensive things are a lot more draining than mentally stimulating things and even though I re- even though I volunteered myself to create this app for my friend, it was a project that I needed a lot more motivation to actually sit down and commit a few hours, commit a few solid hours of brain power to. And so I made myself go clean my car. And after that, I actually worked 
a solid like three hours on the app and it was pretty fun cool maybe it's placebo but i felt like it i felt like it worked honestly it also put me in a better mood that i tackled something that i was avoiding for a while and it made me feel a lot more productive so that i could actually tackle the app project that i'm working on so maybe that maybe that actually helped but it was actually a very very interesting podcast to listen to it also talked about the levels of um the way certain things that you introduce the way things that you introduce in your life wait what am i trying to say here it talked Andrew Huberman talked about certain things that you put into your daily routine and how they affect your dopamine levels, like how drinking a cup of coffee will give you about two times the amount of dopamine than I forgot what he was comparing it to. But this baseline object, he said coffee gives you about two times that amount. And he was comparing he was giving statistics on things that naturally give you dopamine or things that spike your dopamine levels and how if you give yourself too many highs and too many lows in your day-to-day routine it's harder for your baseline to naturally stay high so your baseline level of dopamine will naturally start to lower because it can't match and it can't balance the natural highs and lows that you give it and so that's why when he was talking he was when he was talking about addiction He started off from like a cup of coffee and how it's very easy for people to naturally introduce coffee into their daily routine because it gives you like two times whatever base level object he was comparing it to amount of caffeine versus people who eventually chase that dopamine high. They'll go all the way to crack and crack compared to this first baseline object. It multiplies your dopamine levels by like a thousand percent. Or something and you will naturally never have something that will increase your dopamine levels that much that fast and so eventually there's this delayed dopamine reaction that happens when you want something and when you want something your dopamine levels naturally go up and that delay is very important because that delay is what allows your brain to naturally bounce back but because using crack wait doesn't that seem as like like m like molly and mdma and all kind of like drugs but like crack was like the highest level that he was comparing things to because that gives you an instant hit from when you want it versus the level that you get your brain essentially gets your brain's dopamine levels essentially get fucked up and you will never ever be able to feel that same level of happiness again from anything else because your brain will never be able to get that instant reward of dopamine ever again so when you train your brain to rely on that instant hit of dopamine your brain actually it's very hard for your brain to rewire itself back and that's why i i never knew this but that's why when certain people go to rehab for substance abuse some substance you can quit immediately cold turkey but some you can't because it'll actually damage your brain to do so so alcohol is one of the things that you can't actually quit cold turkey if you're an alcoholic because your brain is so dependent on the way that dopamine affects it with alcohol that if you were to quit cold turkey you can actually die wait so what's your thought of like taking like like ecstasy and shit or whatever during raves um it definitely fucks with your brain but like does it reflect on what Huberman was talking about how like 
you may not get that high anymore because yeah oh shit okay so if you were so to... would you recommend it <laughs> <laughs> knowing uh, knowing okay. the facts you know now if you could go back in time would you still do it yes oh, okay. okay okay i, I guess okay okay but Fair i enough. would i would say that you definitely have to be conscious and very very aware of how it affects you mentally and the state state of mind that you have before you start using M Wait, and after and what levels you're at while you use it before you use it after you use it and during the entire I guess stint of moment of when you started like before you were ever before you ever experimented with said drug versus when you're sober and off said drug for a while because I have heard friends that say that they have taken M for a very long time and it's just ruined their baseline level of happiness that they don't really feel happy from anything anymore. Oh, oh I see. But so knowing what you know now, wouldn't your max level of happiness never reach that same level now? From what Huberman, like factually from what Huberman is saying about dopamine and stuff, it won't ever reach that level again, right? Unless you do it artificially, right? Technically, yes, but you can also kind of train your brain to slowly bring it back for like for things like like for if you take crack for a long time, it'll never go back to normal. Okay. He doesn't mention M specifically, but but I think that if you use it in a careful in a careful way, because for people who use M recreationally, you're supposed to space it out between at least three months at a time so that your brain can recover close to baseline level and if you abuse that then yeah you're gonna start to see repercussions but aside from that something that he talks about that can help bring your baseline level up is cold plunging so that's why I want to kind of introduce it to my routine. Not because I use Emmer and all that shit. Taking too much Emmer. Not because of that. That's the conclusion we got from this first one. factory reset. But because he talked about a few things that are very good for bringing your baseline level of dopamine up. And one of them is sleep, of course. Of course. Of course, the thing I've been promoting for a long time. And sleep is one of the main things. For three years, she's ignored this every time I talk to her. Sleep is one of the things. Exercise is another one. And something that he talked about that he said, yes, it's been gaining a lot more popularity is cold plunging. Because cold plunging not only increases your dopamine levels close to what drugs can bring it to, but it's also a stable level. So you don't crash. And it's one of the one of the most convenient and accessible things that anyone can do that delivers that. So are you just going to like buy ice? No, I want to I'm I'm looking into something that's kind of less expensive than like actually buying a fucking tub. I'm looking to buy something that's like a like a tall bathtub that's made of like a waterproof material wrapped over like pipes or some shit. And I just want to put it outside or in my basement and I'm going to fill it with water and ice and I don't think I can... I don't really want to put the money into buying something that will regulate the temperature to keep it cold. Wait, that's what I said, though. Aren't you just going to buy ice? That's yeah. What I said, right? Okay. You buy bags of ice and you just throw it in your tub. Yeah, and water. keep it in water yeah. and like empty it once in a while and just make sure that it's like at a certain temperature. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I want to look into. Cold yeah. plunging. I think Dude, it's pretty I, sick. I would love to have one, too. I mean, for me, I've always everyone. won my own like sauna also, but I, I've all heard of this like these podcasts a while ago. That's why... That's, that's the whole reason like for the last... like. 
don't know, like pretty long time I've been always doing the sauna thing too because mm-hmm. that helps too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's <laughs> that was your week. All right, that was my we week. We learned about <laughs> dopamine levels this week, guys. That was uh, very interesting. If you guys want to check that out, check out. And if anyone Huberman's knows podcast. anything about sound engineering, that's something I've been trying to learn more about just to stimulate my brain. Yeah, Viv has yeah. a lot of weird random projects that aren't associated with each other yet, <laughs> but who knows? It's good though. Yeah. All right. How about you, Austin? What was your uh, What was your week like? Um, hectic week at work. Um, hectic why? Just a lot of work. It's just really busy this week. Um, is it Is it like a May thing, like in your or April thing, like in your industry? Is that why? Uh, it's, there's random? no like there's yeah there's no seasonality. Uh, I guess okay. just random. I guess like everybody just wants like new loans this week. Ah, I see, it's I weird. See. Um, I see. Yeah, so work is hectic, but uh, golf season's just started, so I've been nice. slowly getting into that. I haven't played <clears throat> prior to this season. Actually, I haven't. I didn't play for a whole year. You didn't play I, last year? No, because I tore my cuff. Oh. So I had to take a break. So I've been swinging again. I'm, not, I'm actually surprised that I can actually hit the ball after taking a year break. So I'm pretty dude, happy about that. I'm so dog shit, dude. <laughs> I I still swung last season. I only played like twice, but I'm still so dog shit. It's okay. I'm hoping to play this year, so maybe we can play together sometime, Ovin. Get some practice. Ooh. Yeah, dude, you'll be surprised how bad I am. <laughs> I'm not that good either, so don't, don't worry. Yeah, and then volleyball. Um, yeah, I've just been playing volleyball. We got how'd, your, how'd your team do on Monday? It was good. Yeah, we're actually in the final four. So oh, that's cool. That's exciting. Wow, yeah, the final four. Who's uh, you guys, Smash Bros. Cupcakes? I'm guessing. And yeah, and boom. Boom. Okay, I've done, I don't know who Boom is. Uh, George's team. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, literally the top teams. It literally made it to the finals. Okay, that's good. Yeah, and somehow we snuck our way in, so... I mean, you guys, you guys are good. You guys beat Cupcake before, no? We did, yeah. yeah. I think I think Cupcake's one of the top ones too, right? Like, they're really good. Yeah, they're, but sometimes I feel like they don't play, like, serious sometimes, you know? I don't know. It's always well. It's just that one guy. He just always looks bored. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say that. I know everybody the, knows who the, I'm the curly about. hair dude. Yeah, the curly yeah, hair dude. Yeah, yeah. It feels like he just wants every single ball and he yeah. just win. But then, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Okay, and then just hectic work. You said, and that's it. Anything yeah. Interesting this coming week weekend. Weekend. Um. Nope. Nope, not at all. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nothing. I guess I'm going to play part three tomorrow. Part three, nice. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you told me, right? The dragon, dragon head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with my boy Eric. Yeah, I was I was telling Austin before, like, guys, if you guys ever been to Dragon's Head and, in Edmonton, dude, don't go when mosquitoes are out. It's fucking terrible. But anytime other than that, it's really good. I mean, not really good. Like, it's still a shitty course, but it's cheap. That's the thing. Yeah. It's, like, not, not expensive at all for, yeah. for part three, too. So it'll be my first time there, so we'll check it out. <clears throat> and, um... Yeah, and then I might hang out with my friend tomorrow. We're gonna go shopping. Oh, nice, sick. Um, yeah, I hired a stylist. I'm trying to revamp. My, I did. You're trying yeah. to redo your. Work how much? How much is your stylist getting paid? Uh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna give her buy her like a coffee, maybe like five bucks tip, something like that. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, sick. Well, we'll see the result if it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. This this stylist better be good. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember like once in high school I was gonna ask one of my friends to do that for me too because like yeah. I didn't know how to do any of that like yeah that I don't know cool. either so yeah yeah I bet your style is pretty good is she? yeah let's see who? I don't know who this is but uh, I offered to style him oh yeah. oh I mean yeah let's see how it yeah. goes yeah so if I pull up on Monday wearing something weird you guys know why 
I mean, that's it's fashion. His original clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, chill. It's yeah. fashion, right? Uh, yeah, I think I remember asking my friend about that too way back when. And then I think as soon as the university started, I never cared again. Ever, yeah. ever again. Yeah. Until now. It is what it is. Yeah, because I'm a, like, personally, I don't know, when I buy clothes, like, as long as it fits and it's like comfortable, then I'll, I'll wear it. Like, I don't, I don't care too much. So, yeah. Joyce Maybe we'll see if there's like more, some other styles that I'll like. Yeah. Joyce keeps bugging me that I have the dad wardrobe. <laughs> I mean, I don't fucking care. <laughs> but the clothes are so comfortable. You don't understand. Like, yeah. people are like, people go on hikes and stuff and they're just like wearing the wrong shoes or their clothes aren't comfortable. Dude, my clothes are, I'm always walking on cloud nine. Everything mm-hmm. fits so nice all the time. It's great. Mm hmm. And yeah, I may not look um, like stylish or anything like that, but I don't fucking care. You're living the life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, my week. What did I do this last week? I um, oh, uh, not this last week, but the other week. Uh, my sister gave birth, so two. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I helped them out a little bit. Uh, it's pretty cool. She's. Uh, I keep making fun of my sister because every time I see her eyes are closed. I was like, dude, she has some small ass fucking eyes. <laughs> <laughs> for the baby or your sister my, the baby oh. <laughs> I was like, every picture I have of her every time I see her she's her eyes are closed because she's like, a fucking baby <laughs> like bruh I've never seen these eyeballs yet <laughs> <laughs> I kept using my sister too because I was like hey did you check she has eyes no it's like did you check the fingers and toes first and uh, did you make sure they didn't cart away the wrong you know, oh, baby God. You, you ever heard horror stories where it's like the whole baby swap thing or something back in the day the old hospitals and shit they fuck up and like you take home the wrong baby and stuff why would you have to check the fingers and toes wouldn't like no, 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 how okay. would you tell Fing- fingers and toes is just a joke it's, it's just a normal joke but like yeah make sure you have the right <laughs> baby because they all look like <laughs> that's true very similar or the same right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah especially if you're like in a hospital and somewhere like in minnesota or something all the babies look almost the same and shit and then if yeah. they cart it away or they put the wrong tag or something oh, yeah, yeah for sure fucked, right I know some moms, or I, I don't know some moms. I heard some moms in the states wouldn't won't let the nurses bring their baby out of the room just in case. I, I, because I of think that incident. I think my sister was the same. Uh, she made sure my brother in law just made sure he was always near the baby if, if they mm. left. Well, they're 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 both nurses, right? I would do the same. I'd be like, bro, yeah. I won't be able to recognize this baby if you're bringing the wrong baby back. <laughs> I'm like, bro, give me a tattoo pen right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make a mole right now. <laughs> I'm gonna sign my name on his ass yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> there. Um, yeah, other than that, I think I was on Viv. Wait, I don't know if I said on the last podcast. I I got my my I, I got a bunch of meat, so that's good. I'm really excited to use it. Grass fed meat. Oh, where'd you get it from? Uh, I I bought a quarter cow. You bought a cow? A quarter cow. <laughs> oh, a quarter cow. Yeah. You bought a quarter of a cow? Yeah, yeah. Like butchered, butchered. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you. Okay, no, yeah. that makes more sense. So I got a bunch of meat. I'm pretty excited for that. Um, and then my friend's birthday's coming up. So I'm like, uh, fuck, I hate saying this near Viv, but like, okay, bunch of my close friends, not, okay, not a bunch. I have specific, very good friends, like my, my best friends. And usually I'm really excited when we have a thing because I'll cook for them and I'll do like a whole meal for them and stuff. And then they just like pay me for the ingredients and all that shit. I'm very excited because uh, I'm, I'm doing Fuck that for them you. this next week. I, I just never do it with the same group that I hang out with, with Viv. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because you guys you guys don't need that from me, you know? Yeah. You guys always want to go out and shit. And so I was like, okay, fine. You guys do whatever. And then I don't know. But for this other group friend, it's like a smaller group. It's easier to cook for them. And I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm going to make some cool cool meals for them. What are you planning on making? Um, I'm going to make beef brisket. Uh, noodle soup 
like a Chinese beef oh, brisket noodle soup, I but with a twist. That. Oh, I think I make pretty good Taiwanese okay, beef see, noodle soup. This is why I don't like cooking for five Anytime you say you make something, she's like, oh, you know what? I do it pretty good, too. Uh, <laughs> she's alright. She's alright. You know what, Viv? Maybe you should shut the fuck up and just, uh, you know, just, just chill out, you know? We all know you're pretty good at cooking. Okay? She's alright. She's alright. She's yeah. actually my sous chef. Yeah. Oh, I see, fuck? I see. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, ra- she ratatouille for you? <laughs> but yeah, um, so I'm making that, but then I'm, 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 I'm gonna make it a twist. It's gonna be like custom veggies, beef brisket. Noodles. What's a custom veggie? So it's gonna be like you, you get something you from like Chernobyl. Hear me out. So I'm gonna make the whole beef brisket soup, and then I'm gonna make the noodle, and then I'm gonna pour the soup into like a hot pot thing, and then you choose your own vegetables in your noodle soup. Wow. You're gonna make the noodle. Uh, no, well, I'm just gonna buy and cook, cook the noodle. Oh, I have okay. made noodles before, but it's just it's it's not worth it. Mm. Um, the time commitment. And the price it costs to actually buy it, I was like, oh, yeah. I'll just buy it. Like the, mm. the time, the time commitment is actually kind of, kind of stupid. Mm, Unless you make like hand pulled noodles, they're not, not uh, that even, even then, like there's not a lot of active work to on it. On a very special occasion, I would do the hand pulled noodle thing. It's kind of like going back to like donuts. Like, do I want to make a donut or do I want to buy it for like two bucks? I was like, man, fuck the the, the amount of time it takes and how well but I can make this donut. Fun. I think I might just buy it. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, it, it's one of those. But I feel like if you can make like a good noodle, it's like really good. You know, it's like <clears throat> nice and QQ, as they say. True, oh. true. Um, but Q-Q. I won't. I won't because <laughs> of the time restriction I have. Yeah, no, that's fair. But yeah, but yeah, that's all I have going on. Uh, nothing else special or new. I'm just trying to think. Other than just reading and stuff, still, still on the usual book run. Um, but yeah, that's all we have today. Uh, this, or from my, what I did last week. For today, we are talking about uh, flags. flags. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Flags Around the World with Sheldon Cooper, guys. <laughs> yeah, so for first flag is a red and white with a leaf in the middle. Can you guess it? I'm going to go with Qatar. <laughs> um, close. Istanbul. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, we're talking about red flags. I guess this context uh, depends. I, I, are we going to be specific to like dating, attraction? Is that what we're going to mainly focus on? What else would a red flag be when you I don't mean, finish your projects at work? Uh, I mean, I have like red flags for like general people, if that makes sense. Like, give me one. Like, <laughs> this, this is kind of shitting on Viv a little. Okay, if someone is uh, late a lot, oh yeah, it's oh. a red flag as a friendship thing because I was like, I do I really want to hang out with this person? Like, I fuck, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll make plans from that one p.m. They're not gonna be there till two, so yeah, yeah, yeah right? like that's that. a general friendship red flag, right? Like, we don't have to be in a relationship; it could apply to anyone. Uh, whereas, like, dating red flags are kind of different, right? Dating red flags is like, mm, am I attracted? Or does this thing make me less attractive or make me repulsive to this person? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas a friendship thing is maybe like, uh, um, you know, maybe this isn't the best. You know, it's not like I hate this person, but like, yeah, you know, this doesn't work for me. Right, right. I can see that. Like, for me, I, like, like, another friendship one would be, like, overly extrovert people is, like, hmm, like, I don't, like, you seem like you know how to make friends. You don't really need me in your life. I'm just going to move on this here. This is, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, uh, okay, anyways, uh, so, dating red flags? Is that is that what we're going to talk about? Whichever. Whatever you guys want. Either yeah. one. All right, you guys want to just, what, you guys want to throw some out, or do you want me to list some from uh, well, online we can just stuff? say, like, red flags that we think we notice and then maybe we could talk about it if it's all like right dating, austin friend. you start you're number one <laughs> i think well i was i brought it up because i was curious to hear what you guys think but i think one that i have is just kind of like manners, manners. Like i found like some people it's like their nuances and just 
little things like i know it's not a big thing but to me it like bugs me a lot when people don't have manners or they're like kind of rude in a way not that they're rude it's just like they lack manners but i i have a friend this guy every time i'm with him he chews gum with his mouth open really loud mm. and then one time i was like can you stop that it's like you know it's kind of loud kind of bugging me yeah and then he's like oh he's like he's like oh if it bugs you then i'll just do it more and i was like well oh my god that would annoy shit. i know and then i was like oh you know i tried to laugh it off and i was like ah and then he like kept going and i was like no i was like no actually i was like actually could you could you please stop but like it's it's kind of annoying and he stopped so mm. something like that like to me that's like a friend thing but i think manners in general mm. would be like a dating kind of thing like if somebody's just um so, yeah so one thing i've always also noticed is uh difference between like manners and nuances so for right. example like this is gonna sound racist, guys. Which I'm always <laughs> is am on the show, but like w- interesting. I think that makes you a fucking racist, Maybe. bro. <laughs> but like a white person doesn't have the same Asian etiquette to an Asian family. Oh right? yeah, like there's For very sure. specific yeah. nuances in yeah, Asian yeah. family. Like you know, like saying hi to the parents and like you know yeah. all this other stuff. Like for me, like you know like cultural differences like i can you know i can get by with it because like i would understand like obviously their culture they don't yeah. they don't deal with this right stuff like that so but manners i guess you're saying like in general would be like you know holding the door or um is that a manners thing or is that i think um, that's slight it's more i wouldn't say manners per se i think it's more so being polite if those yeah, can be used think, interchangeably so. like please like and somebody, thank yous and stuff like that if somebody was if there was a line of people going through the door and everyone kept holding the door open for the person behind them and one person decided to just slip in i'd be like yeah fuck you bro <laughs> that would be more so i wouldn't say that's as far as having bad manners but i would just say that's a little impolite but okay yeah Okay. No, no. I was just wondering because I also know like uh, some people are very uh, honest, <laughs> like very direct, yeah. and some uh-huh. and and some people consider that like rude or like bad manners. But mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. just being super honest, and you know they don't like something they'll just say it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but can... I, especially in the Asian culture, it's like frowned upon, right? Like like if you go to a restaurant, it's a shitty restaurant. We just pay our bill and leave and never come back, right? right. Whereas like in the Asian etiquette side. Uh, bad manners would be someone actually bitching about it a lot and stuff so i have a lot of experience with this personally for myself because i'm the type of person who i'll kind of say what i think most of the time i'm pretty upfront and open book and straightforward so growing up i never really cared or put importance or anything like that to Okay, you know how in Chinese culture there's this thing to respect your elders no matter what? And in and something that I always preached or believe in myself is that respect comes from respect is given. So just because you're older doesn't really mean that you deserve respect. If you treat someone like shit, then you shouldn't get respect, even if you're older and you're Asian. Or if somebody said says something that I feel like garners a lot or if someone says something and I feel like I should give my opinions in Chinese culture sometimes there's sometimes they expect you to just say yes and follow through just to just for face or just because the person's older than you but when growing up I never really saw it that way so <laughs> I was told I was really rude a lot growing up from my yeah. mom. I see, I see. Yeah, because I would say things like, like if my, uh, let's see, if my 
mom told me to okay, I can't think of an example right now but okay for example I can think of one example but it's not exactly along the lines of what I was just saying but there was this one time when my uncle wanted to open the door and he kept trying to like he was holding a bunch of stuff and he kept trying to fidget and he was just like oh hey like can you help me open this door and I was busy doing something and I was like oh hold on I'm doing something he was like oh I asked you to do this and I was just like honestly there's people walking around inside the house if you just press the doorbell I'm sure someone will open the door for you or someone will come and open the door for me for you and he was like that's fucking rude and then I was like is that really rude I feel like that's just a smarter idea and mm. it's kind of these little mm. comments that got me in trouble as a kid. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I don't know, actually. <clears throat> I think as an adult now, like, I kind of see it from my parents' point of view a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think it's been, like, very convoluted. It's not... I feel like it should be respect the wisdom, but not respect the stupidity. So I still kind of agree. Like, sometimes adults are stupid. Like, I fucking talk to my parents all the time. And sometimes I'm like, you guys are fucking dumb. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> How the fuck did you guys get this far? Um... But, like, I think people, like, generalized it too much to respect your elders. I think they just made, like, a general thing of respect your elders. I think it should be, like, respect your elders' wisdom, but you're not always wise at everything. Yeah. Right? I sure. think mm-hmm. I think, I think think they, like, short-formed it way too much to respect your elders. It should be, like, respect your elders' wisdom. Like, mm-hmm. if my dad was, like, a chef, I'd be like, dude, every, anything coming to cooking, I'm going to fucking respect them. But when it comes to changing my tire, I ain't listening to this guy. Yeah. Because right? this guy knows just as much as me. Right, so like I think I, I feel like that's what kind of happened, right? Kind of like there was a saying and they kind of fucked it up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought of an example, like when you, when you ask your parents about anything growing up and they just say because I said so, mm. or that's because that's why it is because it it's just like that. As a kid, I would always ask for further explanation, or if I like asked my parents for permission or something and said no. Then I would ask, wait, why? I want to know why, though. And they would say, just because I said so. Or at least my mom would say, because I said so. My dad was a lot more communicative. Whenever my mom said, because I said so, or because I'm your mom, and I said that. And whenever I would ask, but why? Mm. Like, I genuinely want to know why. That would be taken as, you're fucking rude. You're not Mm. listening. (laughs) I mean, okay, I don't know. I'm actually kind of, I'm a little bit conflicted on this. Like, I get why. But at the same time, like, if I was ever, like, uh... For whatever reason, if I'm fucking McDonald's floor manager at the moment, and I told the guys like, "Hey, go fucking wash that," and they said, "Why?" I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, go wash it!" Like, shut up yeah. and go wash yeah. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. Shit, when you say manager part, I kind of get that. Like, 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 if I'm a manager of a design team, engineering team, or a team of accountants, or anything professional, then it's different. Like, I'm not gonna tell someone to do it without explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm a manager of a bunch of 14-year-olds trying to work at my restaurant, I'm like, Shoot, <laughs> you guys shut the fuck up right now and do your job. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get that, yeah. yeah. So I am a little conflicted on that. But I, like- I, I do see the manners being kind of a red flag to me. I think I'm more liberal on that. Uh-huh. Like, uh, I'm more accepting about some rudeness because I feel like uh, sometimes something that may be looked at as rude or bad manners, I feel, in my opinion, is like bold. And like, I kind of like bold girls if that makes sense like someone's mm. willing to go out of the norm yeah, right? yeah um so that's kind of red flag but kind of not, not a red flag for me mm. uh what's your red flag then your first one my first one on my list would be being mean i feel like i'm a very laid back and chilled person and like you do you everyone has their own perspectives everyone has their own opinions own personality whatever the fuck but if i see someone 
being unnecessarily mean to somebody else, like putting somebody down at their own expense or making someone the the butt of a joke or doing something when you know it'll actually hurt someone like there's trolling and and like dissing other people and that that's fucking fine because people can take a joke and it's it's fun okay but if you do it because you know somebody will actually be uncomfortable or it's an actual pain point or it'll actually sting someone then that really rubs me the wrong way and it's actually a trigger and i actually get so fucking mad that i would fight someone over it like sometimes at volleyball, oh, when we play other teams and they're unnecessarily rude, I am willing to go over and like shout at someone in a way that's very out of my own character. Uh, I mean, I feel like definitely a red flag. I agree. Austin concurs. As yeah, he nods. I, I agree. Uh, but I think you have to be specific. I think being malicious. Yeah, would yeah. Be, the intent. Would, would, yeah. would be the yeah. the intent for sure. Because being mean would be like <clears throat> if I'm bantering with Austin shit. Then that's just I am kind of being mean, but we're bantering, right? It's yeah. like between friends and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But then being malicious is like intentionally trying to hurt someone. Yeah, for right? sure. With being mal with mal yeah. intent. Yeah. yeah. The intent for sure has to be there. <clears throat> All right. So you guys are really uh fucking deep in yours. Uh my first one, first one <laughs> I wrote down was little to no experience. So I feel like dating experience is super uh, important. No, oh, I yeah. think that's if That's it's valid. like if, if if it's the first time they've gone on a date or first time they if they've never been on any long term relationship or like the first time they're experiencing something like this i'm like i ain't the right one on for you bro <laughs> i'm I, sorry i need something more uh more seasoned you know <laughs> i can't well said. i can't take little, the salted little, chicken they're more fermented um but yeah I, I, that was my first one literally you guys went pretty deep i just said like good bro i can't have someone who's like that, never that really because i feel like i've been through that shit i'm like i'm not willing to put myself through that anymore like having a first and stuff, I was like, I, I don't think I'm willing to do that anymore. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a big learning curve after your first few, I don't know, friendships gone wrong and relationships gone wrong that everyone kind of needs to go through. Because if you're more seasoned and you go through someone who's unseasoned, <sighs> fucking raw, raw salt and pepper chicken, <laughs> it's not going to go well because you're going to be like, bro, don't you, don't you know this shit? Like, yeah. yeah. You have to go through the whole ringer again, and I think that's just exhausting. Yeah. You guys prefer like the tandoori chicken, a lot of seasoning. He, I mean, <laughs> I mean, a decent amount. I would say a lot. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. I mean, I ain't ghost peppering that shit. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't um, even know how to explain, like, this is gonna sound rude, but I don't know what people's kinks are with virgins. I was like, dude, I don't understand. They don't oh. have any experience whatsoever. It fucking sucks. It's like, it just doesn't feel like there's any joy uh -huh. to it. And there's fucking blood. I was like, what's wrong yeah. with you guys? You guys are <laughs> weird. Yeah. Um. So that was my number one uh, red flag. So you know, to build on that, like, would you rather date somebody? Like, let's say you were gonna get into a new relationship. Would you rather date somebody who has been in one long relationship or has had multiple short relationships? Um, Ooh, I have my answer. Uh, mine's due to my dating style and track record. It's probably the long relationship because most of my relationships are all long. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would not be abject against like dating someone who has dated a lot of people. Um, I I think I used to but like a lot of short ones. You know, like couple months here and there. Like I mean, dude, I used to actually care about body count, and now I actually care oh. so much less about it. Like I just feel like they're just more experienced. Like that's that's all it feels to me, right? Mm -hmm. Like I don't know. Like I I used to care. I used to think that like oh the girl's a whole if she has like x amount of uh, <laughs> x amount of body count. Uh -huh. But now I'm just like man, maybe she's just really good at what she does, and maybe that's a benefit to me. 
Good. So my take on that is that in terms of body count, I feel like something under... It depends on why you have the body count that you have. So if you're somebody that constantly has like a shit ton of one night stands, and yeah, I'm not going to lie, I would judge that a little bit. But no, wait, how about that? But for the dating yeah. experience part, I would rather have somebody that has one long-term relationship than a bunch of short ones because I have had both experiences and I feel like the person who has had a bunch of short-term relationships would have a big learning curve for when it comes to handling a long-term serious relationship because it's very easy to get into very easy for other people not me but then like in in the sense of like dating it's very easy to get into a relationship and have it be a lot of fun for like the first few months and all that stuff and have because you're still in your puppy love phase you're still getting to know each other yeah your honeymoon phase you're still, everything is still fun and you don't have to actually tackle anything that makes a relationship to me worthwhile to get into. And that learning curve is fucking steep and it's huge, hugely different between the two. So I'd much, and I personally only get into relationships if I see it possibly going to marriage and lasting a long ass time. And yeah, so I don't, I don't date casually at all and I don't go on dates ever. Mm-hmm. So I would never go or not never so i would hugely prefer the person that has one long-term relationship because i feel like they have gone through the stage of the honeymoon phase the fun part and everything but they have also gone through the phase where you like fight a shit ton and then they have built that character and they have had that learning process to know what it takes to build a long-term relationship and i think that extends out to your friendships and how you carry yourself in any of the relationships in your life too because you learn a lot from any long-term serious relationship whether it's with a friend that you've had for over a decade or whether you or if you have a have a really good relationship with your parents or whether you have like a long-term romantic relationship i feel like you learn so much about your own character and how to interact with other human beings that you can't learn if you have a whole bunch of friendships that only last a few months or last like a year or two or any romantic relationships that only last a few months it's very different on how you carry yourself and how you value a relationship and your connections much rather the long-term one mm-hmm. what's yours austin probably same as you guys like just the long relationship nice. yeah because I, like I think chamber <laughs> <laughs> i think like after like you know every relationship has a stage like has stages right and i think yeah. you can kind of generalize it almost like you always have like the honey the talking phase the honeymoon phase and then i think after the honeymoon phase is like it's like you kind of have like this slower phase right where things slow down you don't feel those like early butterflies anymore and i think it's more like you know now you start thinking is this like somebody you could be with you know forever or is it it's like somebody that you really really like and you start mm-hmm. you know that could be the same stage where people start to pick up on things they don't like maybe they break up or things that they like and they you know kind of double down mm-hmm. so i think like there's a stage where um that's when you start to experience like true feelings because you know i feel like the honeymoon stage is nice and all but a lot of it's like half of it's like the excitement of just being with somebody new again you know what i mean so i think you need to go through that real stage of like do you have like these true feelings for Mm. somebody and i feel like if you've been with somebody if you're gonna meet up with somebody who has that experience then it's you know it's more likely that you know obviously if you feel the same way the relationship would last because they kind of no right like and like Viv said you're not like I think at our stage in life we're not looking like we wouldn't 
kind of date for fun anymore because you know as we're Aging. I mean, we're not that old, you guys. No. Come on. What the fuck? No, but then, you know, you got to date a couple of years before you decide to move in and then before marry. So, you know, you kind of yeah. be a little more selective now. Yeah, I see that. Like, the honeymoon phase is kind of like the butterflies in the stomach and yeah. stuff. And then after that, you like, oh, shit, oh, what did I eat? My stomach's hurting a little bit. And then after that, it's like two choices. You shit out or you take in the energy. I, I guess so, man. <laughs> Great conversation. Wait, what's your, analogy, what's, your, uh, what's your longest relationship? Uh, Three and a half years. Oh, okay. Okay. What's yours, Viv? Seven years. Yeah, nice. That's crazy. Yeah, mine's a f- my current one is is my longest one. Oh, yeah. how, long how long is that? Is, how long? Uh, four and a half. Uh, yeah, four and a half. I think my last one was four. Uh, nice. Yeah, but I, I think it, it is different. Like the, there are the phases that Austin was talking about. I I don't even know how to generalize it, but there are those phases. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I truly believe you don't actually know somebody unless you've seen them in certain phases in their life in certain moods. So you need to see them when they're fucking sad as shit, when they're really happy, when they're really angry, um, when they're really stressed. I mean, there's the old saying, right? Like, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, I mean, it, it is true. Like, as times when you're in distress. And if- you also need to, like, fight with somebody to see how you guys navigate that turmoil together. Yeah. In order yeah. to really like know disagreements somebody. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And go through just, like, sad times together, really happy times together, really troubling times together. I think those are really good tests. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot beyond the whole red flag thing. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, was that? Yeah. Was that your your red flag, Austin? That was that was one you, you brought up. Red flag? No, that was like re- relationship question. question. Oh, okay. General. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Wait, what's a what's another red flag you guys have on your list? A more shallow one, not really shallow ish. Shallowish. I that love I have the one? shallow ones. I Would hate be, these people who get too if deep. If I see somebody who smokes cigarettes, like oh, yes, I blaze, smoking. but for some reason, cigarettes shows more of a. If someone's a pothead actually if they're like an actual like pothead pothead and they or they like smoke cigarettes all the time that's a huge turn off for me because it shows like a it shows like a dependency and a habit that i Mm. I don't really like and it it like translates into a lifestyle that i don't support so much because yeah it's just kind of gross and i don't like the way it smells Mm i i I get what also shows oral hygiene for me Mm. i get what you're saying um but what if they smoke cigarettes, but they're super successful and like super <laughs> ripped and super smart and stuff? Because it has been shown like the nicotine in cigarette is good for your brain. Like it's yeah, it's proven to help. Advance. Like I always kind of wonder. Um, I I I find people who smoke cigarette. I put them in two two categories. Unfortunately, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, the first category is the the degens. They're just smoking all the time and shit, and just doing whatever. But I do find some like very successful business people who do smoke and shit, and they're just always always on. Like they mm-hmm. always they're always doing something, always succeeding, always getting somewhere. And I just feel like that's like that kind of like that's a drug that helps push them. Like our drug might be like exercise or something, but there's just mm-hmm. so bad, just so happen to be that, and that just always gets them like at the right spot. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I don't know. Like uh, my thoughts. Like yeah, I, I think initially it's always a red flag, but I don't know, man. Like I, I know some really cool people who do smoke, and I'm just like whatever. Like, yeah. Like it's it's whatever. Like for me, yeah. the stickler would be like I don't care if you like a cigarette once in a while, but mm. if you smell like cigarettes or you smell like weed, 
or you like if you're gonna kiss somebody and they taste like cigarette or they taste like weed like a puff of smoke coming yeah, at you it's fucking gross <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just gross and i feel like yeah that translates a lot into oral hygiene i think oral hygiene's huge for me mm, makes mm. sense she has some ocd on that so it makes mm-hmm. sense yeah all right, Austin, how about you? What's another red flag? That's all I wrote down. I just wanted to hear what you guys had. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't think too hard into that. Uh, all right, another one I have is ego. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, this is this is, this might be very really sexist, too. Sometimes an egotistical guy, I can kind of, like, handle. I'd be like, okay, it is what it is, whatever. He was just born that way. But an egotistic girl, it's just uh, like, oh, man, I don't know, man. This is just really annoying right now. What's an example of an egotistical girl? Uh, I'm not poking fire at you, Viv, okay? Oh. I, I promise <laughs> you, it's not you. I but sometimes, so. sometimes when girls are bragging, like, oh, I can lift this much and shit, I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, really <laughs> but, like, I'm not poking fire at Viv. I'm just saying, like, okay. some girls say that and they literally can't do it. Or, like, I'll see them at the gym, and I'm like, bro, that's, like, pussy sets. Like, that's not, like, Ooh. real reps yeah, yeah, yeah. or anything like that. Interesting. All right, so I'm like, just shut the fuck up already. <laughs> I, I but, can see what you mean, though. But, like, ego kind of extends beyond, like, wh- when it really becomes a red flag. So, I understand. Everyone has an ego. I have an ego. You have an ego. We all have some type of ego, no, no matter the form or the size of it. But it really pushes over for me when they're obnoxious, too. It just, mm-hmm. like, it just oh, yeah. gets to me too much. Yeah, yeah, Like, the biggest thing for me is, like, for example, if a girl came up, and she's talking, like... We're just, me and Austin, just for example, we're just talking about golf. And she just comes in and she's just talking like she knows about golf, even though she barely swings in her life. Then I'm just like, man, shut the fuck up. Like, we're trying to have a real conversation here. Just leave. Right? <laughs> and like that yeah, obnoxiousness sure. really gets like to me. Like they're trying to show off something that's not worth like, showing off. Yeah. Or like sometimes like, like you don't have to relate to every conversation, man. Like you can mm-hmm. just listen and you can just absorb things. Like it's just sometimes embarrassing. Because like I feel like when I was younger, I, I probably did this too. Where I talked about a subject when the person next to me is literally an expert. Mm. I'm like, dude, I should have just shut the fuck up the whole time. I should just uh, let that person really yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Right? And I feel like that's a bit of like obnoxiousness too, right? Right. Um, so that's a big one for me when girls are super obnoxious and okay this is gonna tie into another one it, it usually always happens or you sometimes happen when they drink too much too so when girls can't handle their drinks I'm like oh dude that's a huge red flag I was um. like man I get it like my friends push drinks on me all the fucking time like all the time <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I respect someone who can um, check themselves before they wreck themselves oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah when they wreck themselves it's like oh you went way if too far you're like messy all the time yeah 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 that's a huge red flag so that's kind of like three in one obnoxious ego and like not handling your liquor or whatever yeah so, so I get what you mean by the lifting weights one because to me I see it I categorize it in two ways if somebody talks about how much they lift because they actually have a passion for lifting mm-hmm. and they actually can they can like prove it and they're actually talking about it because it's a sport and they're talking about the numbers because it just reflects on how they've progressed themselves in the gym then I can respect that and actually like hearing that mm-hmm. but if they talk about something that's like oh can you actually lift two plates or like they're like oh I, I like they're talking about it in an egotistical way like oh i'm so amazing because i can lift this much type mm-hmm. of way that's when i don't like it mm-hmm. and i'm guessing that's what you're talking about maybe <laughs> yeah and um yeah yeah that that and yeah i i i, I guess that's 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 pretty much I, I guess maybe that wasn't like a great example but it's just sometimes and i've kind of like absorbed this more as i've gotten old, slightly older is that um like Sometimes you shut the fuck up first and really like gauge the audience in the room before you uh, speak up. You know. Oh my god! Yeah. Because like sometimes yeah. you're not the best uh, speaker. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. yeah, that's part of it. What's yours, babe? You have another one? 
I wanted to touch up on when you said somebody is like really obnoxious and sometimes they shut the fuck up. Yeah. There's somebody that I know. I love her dearly, but all she does is <laughs> sometimes when you say something and they don't know much about it, they'll try and um, act like they know about it. And if you correct them, they keep trying to keep their stance. Oh. oh even yeah. though it's yeah. clearly oh. wrong. That, yeah. <laughs> it's like they slipped and they pretend nothing happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. <laughs> Um, one of mine would be, I guess it, it ties into what you were saying. Some someone that shows in intel, unintelligence, like they're just <sighs> dumb. Like, I, I like mean, there's people that are a little so, bit not that bright, but when someone is but, really but, slow, but, it's like what the fuck. But <laughs> I, I, yes and no for me though. I respect someone who's not intelligent but is willing to admit it. Yeah. If they're yeah. like, if you guys talk about this thing and then you ask them for their opinion, I was like, guys, I really don't know anything about it. I actually am, I have zero knowledge on this. And then I'll be like, okay, like this person's honest with me. No, that's okay. fine. I think yeah. that that shows intelligence still. Mm, but I if see. you're mm. actually... She doesn't like autistic and retarded. Yeah, people. wait a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it, it, it's it's something else. It's it's like okay when you I mean when I think are, shows like, slow. No, not necessarily not slow, but literally, kind of shows no appreciation for anything of uh, intelligence for or smarts. Arts. <laughs> so like like I'm the person that I have in my brain <laughs> that I'm kind of thinking of right now is when you talk to someone and all they say when they talk. There's actually no substance to what they're saying. Like they'll say a whole bunch of words, but it means nothing. Ooh. So when they're like, oh my God, so they, no, not even, oh my God, okay. So if they're no, like, no, no. oh my God, fucking shit, fucking shit the other day, I was doing this and shit and fucking that bitch was blah, 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 all that stuff. And you're like, what the fuck are you saying? Oh, yeah, like, or that, like that high school of, kids kind of thing. Yeah, that kind yeah. of attitude and mentality. But, and But something very similar to what Viv's talking about right now. Networking. <laughs> oh my! I swear, networking is a bunch of people who pretend to be intelligent, not saying anything. <laughs> They're literally not saying anything. They're not giving any stance or any positions. They're just agreeing. Press. So that's when I go to networking events. When I see someone that's really into it, I'm like, I wonder what you're like outside of this. I know half of us don't actually <laughs> okay. care, but you look like this is your passion. Uh, so, okay. Sometimes I feel bad because. Sometimes the people who are networking are like desperate for a job, and that's what they're trying really hard for, right? Like yeah. they want to actually get a job. It's like students back then. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes it's like, dude, man, you're fucking your lips are right next to that guy's ass, man. You're kissing way too much. <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you have no hurts. substance to anything you're saying. You're literally yeah. just agreeing. You're literally that's it's like the meme of what networking is. <laughs> lips are yeah, so yeah, close yeah, to yeah. that guy's ass. Yeah. No, literally, prime example is like students trying to get jobs. Yeah, but like that's get, what I that's what like, I think of. Like, I've seen it before. Like, Students getting a job, but just purely for the dollar value, yeah, not yeah. for like yeah. the actual yes. what it, what else yeah. it can provide. Yes. Exactly. Key point, yeah. key point for That's sure. Uh, okay, <laughs> my next two one are kind of related. So the first one is commitment. Um, dude, it fucking sucks being stood up. I've been stood up quite a bit in my life, but mm. in general, it sucks when you even when you make a plan mm-hmm. and then they have to keep changing it for whatever reason. It's like mm. fuck, dude, just commit to it, right? Yeah. Like, do you have to go work tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, then you have to go to this commitment you made at this time. Like, it's like just if you treat it the same as you have to go work, then it's no problem. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that, mm. especially with stuff that matters like exercise and all that stuff. If you can commit to something like work that you have to go every day, then you can commit to other things, right? So a big one for me is commitment. Like, like fucking, we say a date, we set a time, let's just fucking show up. Right. right. Uh, and the other thing is like for me it's a personal one. It's just like being late. Uh, I think I've said this many times. It's yeah, just like no, 
it's like fuck man like you waste my time you you waste other people's time it's the worst when it's like a big gathering too it's like for example you're about to go to escape room there's like a party of six and then one person's late and everyone has to wait an extra 15 minutes yeah. it's like mm-hmm. you didn't waste 15 minutes you waste 15 minutes times five like there's five other people here that you also waste the time for right mm-hmm. uh so that for me um i guess it, it's hard to say it's a red flag because you can't cite it at the very beginning but it's very soon after yeah. so like in the mm-hmm. dating world like if you were to start making plans and they start no, changing late. plans yeah. dude as soon as they change plans more than once like i give them like a one strike rule if they change plans once it's like okay fine your cat died whatever like fuck it whatever right <laughs> but then the second time I'm like yeah, no, no, no 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 your grandma didn't die i'm sure your grandma didn't die fuck off that. show me proof my cat's grandmother died <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck that. that doesn't count um, but yeah, that's that's kind of another for me. It's a it's a very personal big growth like because mm-hmm. it's like man, it's like it's the minimum. It's like we could go on a date and we might not even like each other. Like we might not yeah. even be into it. But the very first step was just committing to going out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a really big one for me. Mm, I would say one of mine would be if you're too materialistic. Mm-hmm. So like I get that different people have different things that make them happy some people might genuinely like the look of the look or how it makes them feel when they work really hard and they treat themselves to like brand name things but if someone wears brand name things just to wear brand name things that annoys the shit out of me because it's like who are you trying to what are you trying to prove or is this is your own your your very personality is based on how people reflect on you because you're trying to make yourself look richer than you are because if you were truly that well off in that sense then you would probably allocate your money into different things and in better ways than yeah an overpriced t-shirt or an overpriced supreme slides or shit like that is it like isn't that like a taboo for rich people? They don't wear brands. Yeah. Like they specifically yeah. wear stuff that don't show brands because it's like taboo for rich people. Yeah. I don't like, know, but I get it that a lot of girls buy really nice bags and yeah, like good for you. I don't I don't judge that shit. Like it you like it looks nice, it looks really pretty, it probably makes you feel really nice. But for those people that specifically buy things because they want it to reflect on how other people's other people perceive them that's when it rose me the wrong way. So I had an experience with somebody before where they would always buy really expensive things and they would always talk about how much they paid for it. Mm. And I would be like, who the fuck cares? Mm -hmm. Like if you like this because you like the brand or you like the way it looks and that's fine. But they would always talk about like, oh, this is how much I paid for it. Or do you even know this brand? This brand is like this and this is so high class or whatever the fuck that, that annoys the shit out of me. Or like, People who, even if it's not brands, people who are so materialistic that like, okay, you buy pants. And my one experience was this one time I was sitting beside someone and they were wearing pants and I crossed my legs and my shoe accidentally touched their their pants and it made this tiny little like dry dirt mark. And they gave me a tiny little lecture on how their new raw jeans cannot be washed and how I just ruined their jeans forever because even though they can get rid of the dirt, technically it's not the same anymore. And I should buy them a new pair of pants. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like, I feel bad moment. that I like scuffed your pants. That sounds like pants. a world-class scammer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I feel bad that I scuffed your pants. But like, bro, it's pants. 
Yeah. And then so it was really enlightening the next time I met somebody and I accidentally did the same thing where I crossed my legs beside them in a lecture and I was like, oh shit, I'm sorry. And I was low key kind of expecting them to be like, oh fuck, okay, okay, it's okay. Like, uh, (laughs) my pants are a little dirty now, but whatever. But then they're like, bro, it's just pants. And I was like, thank fuck. (laughs) Cause I see it the same way. Like, I buy, I have some clothes that, like, yeah, I try not to get them dirty because they're, nice or i just want to keep them a little bit more clean but honestly if it gets dirty it gets fucking dirty okay just do your best to clean it's not a big deal yeah just wash it yeah yeah yeah. two things i was gonna say uh one i brag about how much i pay for something because when i find a deal i'm like fuck yeah (laughs) yeah that's 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 the the difference yeah i know what you mean Uh, i got a coupon for this or guess how much this fucking thing costs it was so cheap that's different have you had the six dollar big oh no okay one time i i I went to shoppers and they're having like a fire sale on snacks and i swear to god i bought like 10 boxes like i just bought a shit ton of snacks and i snapped my friends i was like yo guess how much this shit costs they're like i don't know 30 bucks i was like it's eight dollar (laughs) bitches that's sick that's that's the reverse that's amazing Yeah. yeah and then um the pants thing so okay I'm going to break my pants. Usually, I buy a pair of pants every two years. And I buy like a yeah, rather, rather more expensive <laughs> pair. And I wear it every day until it breaks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I used to care a bit about if it gets dirty or not. But every fucking time I wear it, I spill something on it myself <laughs> when I, while I'm oh. eating. So I was like, okay, I don't fucking care if people get dirty. I already got it dirty. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so like yeah. when something gets dirty, even no matter how much you pay for it, no matter how valuable it is, like really all you can say at that point is like, fuck. I hope I can clean this. I mean, yeah, like there's no reversing it. Yeah, there's no reversing yeah, okay. it. So people that actually like blow up or they like have a whole tantrum about it, I'm like, bro, yeah, this isn't gonna help. Very extra. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I have some. I mean, okay, one of them I have is uh, dishonesty, but I think that's kind of similar to the commitment one. It's just I don't know, just dishonesty. Just yes. But I think it's. I actually nowadays I wouldn't even be able to tell if if, if I was in the dating scene now because I don't have any social media I wouldn't even know if they're dishonest or not so mm-hmm. it wouldn't really bother me too much but yeah just in general being dishonest or not willing to be honest not really dishonesty but not willing to admit things and be honest that's kind of one red flag but that's kind of just whatever uh, <laughs> another I guess shallow one for physical um, oh god <laughs> taller I don't know it's just oh. kind of weird if they're taller you than me you got something against tall people Part? No, it's just <laughs> I'm short and I don't know. Yeah, how, how's weather down there, Alvin? I, it sucks. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. I always ask people volleyball, like, how's it feel to be up there? You know, how's it feel to be all the way up there? So if you ha- if you saw a female and she was the same height as you, would that be considered like a like a fucking ick? Mm. No, as some kids I think that's, these a, that's I actually think that's kind of that's I think that's cool. I think if she's like six foot and I'm in my, the height I am, I'd be like, I don't know, I'm kind of intimidated by this. Mm. Um. I actually feel like it's a red flag because maybe it's a self-confidence thing. I feel like I don't get why you want to date me mm. rather than the other way. Like I feel like guys are more pigs, right? They'll be like, whatever, right? But for the other way, I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Like there must be some alternative motives here. So like, <laughs> it's kind of like for me, kind of a red flag already, right? Uh, like I remember back in the day when I was like on Tinder's and stuff like that. Like as soon as they put their height on there, and if it's like more than mine, I was like, oh no, like there's no point. Like it's, it's just a disappointment waiting to come. So so mm-hmm. so for like girls, you think height matters? Uh, for me personally, yes, yes. <laughs> So I'm, I'm not one of the, you know how some girls it's are like you personal. have to be six feet. That's and, what I always wonder. You, you know, know how some girls are like you have to be six feet and over. For me, it's more. It's not specific to the six feet and over. It's more so. I feel like I have a lot of characteristics that will allow me to out tradition for out quote unquote man 
somebody. So like I so like I I really like construction things. I like lifting. I like doing things. All the stuff. If I can feel like I can outman you, then I wouldn't like that. And if you are naturally kind of like shorter than me or same height, then I would feel like I can outman you in a lot of ways. She's gonna beat you up. <laughs> You're same height. Yeah, that wouldn't that that would not be a red flag or anything, but it just wouldn't be a turn on. It wouldn't be a pro at all. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. Yeah. I think yeah. I think for most girls, like I'm generalizing, but I feel like for most girls, it's just they just want someone taller than them. That's what I feel like. Yeah, I, I like it, it's. It's probably not completely true, but I feel like eighty-five or ninety percent yeah. of females out there want a male partner that's taller. Yeah. Than so, yeah. do you think there's like a certain reason why, like, uh, besides I what Viv think said? it's? Uh, I think it's primal. Too. primal so. I, I think it's primal. Yeah. I, I think it's a very primal mating thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a very no. It is. I yeah, think yeah. it's. Uh, you want to pass on the best genetics, and I think taller is better right now. Like I think the safety feeling kind of goes with it. Like if you're oh, shorter than that. me and we we're walking down and down the alley, I'd be like, "Fuck!" If we both had to run, I'd probably have to pick you up and run. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you'd have to hop on my back and we'd have to go. You know? Yeah. The, no. I, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. But I, I also think it is like a. <laughs> if I was in the alley, I'm like, "Yo, every man for themselves, I'm gone." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I actually think it is a genetics thing. Like it, it has to be a genetics thing because that's the only way that people got taller and taller over time. Is because the taller people got to mate more than the shorter people. Oh, true. So, huh. so like our ancestors before us were shorter than us, um, but that's probably because they always tried to mate with the taller version mm-hmm. of themselves or the person they like that's taller, right? Yeah. Like that's the only way it works. I'm pretty sure, like uh, our height now, on average, in the world is probably more than back. Oh, then. yeah. Oh, yeah they were, life sure. back then was. Sh- like life short. was shorter, but like they were also physically. Yeah, they shorter. were physically shorter, and life yeah. was short. Like short. obviously because mm-hmm. of malnourishment, are uh, also, but. I'm pretty sure it has to be a primal ge- genetics thing. Because yeah, if it happens to everyone, it has to be something more obvious than just liking it, right? It has to be like primal genetic type yeah. of thing. I'm actually, I'm taller than my parents. So that's, they, were, that's, they were very surprised when I got like the tall gene. Because apparently my mom said that her, her dad was really tall. But I think then, typically the kids oh, are yeah. taller Surprisingly, than the me too. parents. I think typically kids are taller than the parents. Really? I thought usually it's like, you know, if you got tall parents, then, you know, it's like, it's the whole dominant whatever I, thing, right? I, I always... Okay, so this is anecdotal, but everyone I know, they're either the same height or taller than their parents. They're yeah. never really ever shorter. I know. Um, a, yeah, I guess most of my friends are, I would say, same height. Same height or taller. Um, yeah. So then the only way that our genetics has continued to get taller is if the taller people made it more than the shorter people. Yeah. I think I'm about the same height as my dad. Yeah, I'm definitely taller than both my parents. My, and mm-hmm. my both my parents are definitely taller than their parents, so... Oh, see, but yeah, but for me, I'm taller than my parents, but my mom was shorter than her dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So. But she was probably taller than her mom or the same height? I think the same. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then in the extended family, I'm actually like the second tallest. Oh. Out of all the uncles, cousins. Damn. Damn. That's impressive. Yeah. You need a cup for it. A what? A A what? Uh, like a you cup? know like the world's best oh. father uh-huh. no but I'm only second so <laughs> oh yeah sorry second Lost tallest cousin cup, cup. <laughs> uh, what's what's one of yours do you have another one listed uh, anger issues Ooh. Oh. somebody gets easily triggered and easily angered I'm like are you a fucking child mm. stop throwing tantrums all the time mm. like it's it's something that I feel like you should learn as you grow up to control your anger and to not be so triggered or so so easily drastically moved by things like if you also easily 
very easily cry over something well, and let it like affect your life if some like if one of your friends said like fuck you and later you're like crying for a whole hour but like genuinely crying genuinely hurt by it or on the same page if somebody cut you off in traffic and you feel like you want to fucking slam into their car like genuinely you get really really mad like i get everyone has some level of road rage issues but if you if you actually have anger issues you actually are like that sensitive in that way i think that's a turn off because i would be like them you're 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 like a infant in your emotional maturity so yeah i think it's huge on emotional intelligence but one how dare you i cry in movies no that's uh, different that's different <laughs> yeah or it's like those people at like bars be, when they want to yeah, start yeah. fights all the time like what's wrong yeah. with you people who are uh overly emotional yeah i mean it's in the same both sense. ways i think girls are overly emotional or is a red flag too right because mm-hmm. especially for me like like you can be emotional in in the sense where you're like in touch with your feelings, but if you're drastically like throwing tantrums, yeah, for me at least that's a red flag. Yeah, for yeah. Oh, well for me it's huge because uh, <clears throat> I troll a lot and I like tease people a lot. Mm-hmm. So like if you can't take it, then it's like oh, oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, like me too. I feel like you, I don't know. I feel like people gotta grow a bit harder skin. Tougher yeah, skin. I, I think the best saying that I've heard to deal with anger is like um somebody once told me like. Anger is like a poison for your body. So obviously, you know, you don't want to keep it in. Mm. And then, you know, you don't want to lash out at people, right? It's just, you just mm. need to find a way to, to kind of manage it and like slowly mm. deal with it. You know, for, obviously you got to deal, deal with it internally before you start to mm-hmm. externally, you know, deal with whatever happened, like the situation, I mean, mm. right? Yeah, it's like farts. Yeah. You got to yeah. get the oh. silent ones in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've genuinely seen grown men and women bang their hands on the floor like a child having a tantrum yeah uh okay so i'm gonna start reading off some of them online do you have any major ones relative um my my list is about the ones i initially thought of but i'm pretty sure i can relate to some of these online my other one my last one was just cares about how they look too much and that's with people like like I get for like me personally like for me personally I like put on makeup all the time I like doing my hair and dressing up nice and stuff but like if my hair gets messed up I'm not gonna be like oh my god you fucking messed up my hair or like if my makeup gets smudged I'm not gonna like pull out a whole fucking makeup bag and a whole routine and all that stuff but there's people that won't let you everyone has their own personal space but it's a personal ick for me if somebody is too into how they look. Like if the wind blows up, <sighs> wind blows their hair, or they're constantly fixing and adjusting how they look all the time, always looking in the mirror. That the yeah, that's fucking weird. Like just relax. Mm-hmm. All right, I agree. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna go through some of these. I think some of these are very intense. That I don't want to talk about. Uh, it's just I don't know. It's just too Let's intense. Got. One of them isolation. They only want to be with you, and while that may sound flattering they might also encourage you to cut ties with friends i think that's just toxic right if they try to isolate you oh yeah this is not just abuse that's just straight up abuse okay let's just all agree right now so we can not have to go through all this that's just part of abuse and abuse is a red flag mm-hmm. yes smothering they constantly put you or others down even they mistakenly believe they're just kidding Smother- is that smothering i thought smothering like being a fucking dick yeah i thought, I thought smothering was just being overly affectionate are you guys is that a red flag for you guys being someone love bomb someone love bombs and are not aware of it yeah oh okay i mean i think i'm very affectionate you're overly affectionate but i don't know i don't think it's overly oh i think i'm affectionate but like in private 
like in public, I'm just a normal amount of affection. Mm-hmm. But in public uh, or in private, I'm willing to be or more affectionate. But uh, yeah, it just depends on the, my mood. Mm-hmm. How's you? Oh. <laughs> How's you, bro? Why they lo- I was like, why are they looking they at me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got some input, bro? Um, Like in terms of affe- affection? Yeah. I think... um. Probably more like you. Yeah. Like obviously, if you have private time together, it'd be more. Yeah. But I'm not like big PDA person. Oh, yeah. Viv's huge on PDA. Oh, God, really? I'm not huge. She loves I'm just it. not shy. She's so into it. Um, all work all the time. I mean, I don't know. I actually kind of like that. Not all the time, but like I like someone who's passionate. Yeah. Passionate for and sure. And I think if you're passionate about something, you want to spend more time on it. And I think it's uh, it's a pity for someone to stop you, but it's also a lesson for them to tell you that, hey, at times you got to step back a little bit so you can recharge for it. I agree. I think it's a green flag if someone has things that they're very passionate in. If you have zero hobbies, then that's kind of an ick. Yeah. Um, yeah, that work thing, I had I had a different situation, but my, my ex was, um, she's literally working 16 hours a day. Oh, and it's wow. not like she could step, I can't be like, yo, just take a break. Because, you know, if she doesn't, she'd probably get canned kind of thing. So that's like a different situation. She's putting in like a tough spot, right? That's yeah. Like, like obviously she has to do the yeah. work, right? So that's yeah. like a different. Um, so for me, that's like not something I could even deal with it you know it's yeah like, it is what it is yeah it's tough yeah. but uh like for me i always find like life kind of comes in stages and one thing i find is like you never get less busy so like if you can't make time now you're not going to make time later for sure. um but also uh sometimes you hopefully like i admit when i was in school it was a bit tougher you, you had to be in school like 12 16 hours a day kind of thing and then afterwards it, it there are times that it could get a little bit easier and stuff, but you have to make that commitment to rough it out, if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, selfish, I think that's pretty normal. Snooping? I do hate snooping. Snooping? I mean, I'm not very private with my phone. I don't give a shit if my girlfriend or whoever goes on my phone because I don't really have anything there that matters. Yeah. Um... I guess a red flag would be if they like hide stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you tell them that they're being suspicious in a way and they brush you off and don't um, acknowledge. Oh, don't, like, don't like address it. Yeah. Ad- address your feelings and acknowledge then. Then in some ways, snooping might be fine. Mm, I see. Oh my God. I would love a donair right now. Anyways, continue. Are they close <laughs> soon? Wait, do you have to order this before we. Uh... No, 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 no. Um, okay, next one. Okay, I went to this other site. Uh, they don't respect your boundaries. Okay, that's just that's just abuse, I think. I don't think there's really anything to it, right? They don't respect your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, they check in frequently. I, I would find that annoying. Um, but I think... I, I think I, some people would like it, though, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. so. That's, I, I would find it annoying. I, yeah. I like my own space and my own time. And Viv doesn't reply to shit, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, can't but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, for me, it's like, I just check in with my girlfriend, like... In the morning and then maybe in the evening and that's it. Like I just like, you know, good morning type of thing. And then we talk. If one of us just is too busy, then we just don't. And then that's okay. One of my friends used to date this guy that would call her every hour and would what? always ask her to update. Okay, I get that couples like to be more informed on what the other person's doing during a day to day. And sometimes they want them to, they just want to be a little bit more part of your life. And, but I think... For me personally, I think it's a little excessive if you have to if you're out with friends and you have to update your significant other with with 
everyone that you're with um if you change locations you have to say hey i'm changing locations i'll be here around this time to this time you kind of have to like update them like they're your fucking secretary or some shit i think that's pretty annoying that's fucked up this friend that i had she had to always call her boyfriend if she ever changed locations Mm -hmm. if there was ever somebody that was new to the hangout like joined the hangout and she always had to have somebody from the other party speak to her boyfriend on the phone to make sure that that person is actually there which i thought was so fucking annoying and this person was a very close friend of mine so almost every single day i spoke to her boyfriend was like yes She's with me. Yes, I can confirm. We were at this location. Yes, we are going to this little location next. I think that's... Oh, oh I would troll him so hard. Like, she's, <laughs> she's sucking a dick. She's sucking a dick. Oh, I can't stop her. I can't stop her. Oh, no, I'm joining. <laughs> um, yeah, I would totally troll, troll that guy. Cause oh, that's... Wait. Oh, sorry. Continue. I was just gonna, I was gonna troll that guy because like some people take themselves so fucking seriously. Like, mm. come on, man, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the next one's like that one. Your friends don't like them. Like, what do you think? Like, when oh, you're when you're yeah. dating somebody and like what what do you think? Like, if your friends just start you know kind of hating on them, that's huge because um, <clears throat> your friends like are kind of like you like you are kind of like similar to your friends we're like each other Alvin (laughs) kind of but like so like they must see something that you don't see and they have your best interest at heart for the most part if they're truly your friends if they're truly your friends they have your best interest at heart and the reason they're your friends is that you guys have similar interests therefore you guys are like not the same person but you guys like the same things do same things that's why you guys are such good friends right that's usually how friendship works you know there's some some form of similarity and and relationship and and connection with your friends right Mm -hmm. and they have your best interests at heart so as soon as they don't like them there has to be a reason so i think that's a big red flag and it gets even worse if it's a family member that doesn't like them if a family member doesn't like them it's like oh shit because like for me my family has my best interest always at heart right yeah so if they don't like them i was like oh they see something that i definitely don't see uh so yeah Mm -hmm. for me that's a huge one i don't know about you guys i agree i think that a lesson that I've learned is that when you're, especially when your best friends have serious conversations with you that they don't like the person that you're with, you need to take it seriously. Mm, yeah. Mm. Aside from people being like, I, yeah, I don't like him. If they have valid reasons, then it's very, it's something you definitely need to take into consideration. How about you, Austin? Um, Not much to say. Because I guess my friends have, like, I haven't had people who don't like the people I've dated. Mm, yeah, so yeah. I was just wondering what you guys say. But I could see what you mean, how, like, your friends are kind of similar to you. And they may, they are, like, maybe they see something that you don't because you're, you know, in that honeymoon phase, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, have you had that that type of conversation with a friend before? Where you're like, hey, your boyfriend's a dick. Um, Have I had to tell somebody yeah. else? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I've had that? to tell somebody else that they're, yeah, yeah, for sure. I have. I've, it's been reciprocated so i've had that conversation with my some of my close girlfriends that i genuinely don't like the person that they're with and i generally mm-hmm. think that they should reconsider who they're with and see what goals that they have for a relationship and how far and how much how how much potential they see in a relationship and what their goals are and i've also had friends seriously sit me down and tell me the reasons why they don't like the person that i'm with and i've even had some of my best friends say that they will discontinue hanging out with me and oh, that really? person it gets that far because they don't like that person so much oh yeah mm-hmm. i mean maybe i'm a mean person but i wouldn't give a fuck i'm like hey dude i told you my line you do whatever you want with your life now 
Yeah. And I was like, it's not going to affect me hanging out. Yeah, that's fair. Um, how about, okay, this one's kind of a weird one. They don't have many friends. I don't know why it's here. Um, this is kind of, so like, the reason I say that is because my girlfriend is an introvert. Um, so she doesn't really go and try to meet people or anything, but she's also very close with her family, which I understand. Like some people are just very comfortable with their family and they really like hang out with them. Right. Uh, so I don't know, like for me, I don't think that's a red flag that they don't have many friends. Uh, I think it's just, you know, people move sometimes they're in a new place or they're just introverts. So to me, it doesn't bother me. I think that if you don't have a strong relationship in your life, whether that be a friend, a family member, or anything like that, then that's a little bit of a red flag oh, for me. Oh, really? What like you, you could have a friendship that was really strong and you moved away and you're just disconnected now, but you yeah. still have that history with you. Mm. And it died for natural reasons, per se. But if you, if I met somebody that has a group of friends that they've only known for like a week, their relationship with their family is really weak, their relationship with anyone that's currently in their life is pretty weak, then I would find that a red flag. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But like, what if you just had a falling out with all your friends? Like, I don't know, you went and smoked crack cocaine, you were a different person for a couple months, and you just had a falling out, all your friends were like, hey, you've changed, we're not going to be friends with you right now, uh, in that exact place. And then, you know, you want to start anew. Wouldn't that feel kind of like, oh, fuck, you know, feel kind of shitty? If someone like judges you for that? It would. Honestly, it would still be a red flag because fucking you lost all your friends because you smoked fucking crack cocaine. Yeah, but but then <laughs> like redemption, you know. I, was like, I know you feel there is redemption, you know? and it would still be a red flag. But obviously, I think everyone, mm. I I so I solidly believe that everyone should be given as many chances as they deserve. Oh. So if you show that you deserve a second chance to whether redeem redeem yourself as a human being or show yourself show that you're trying to develop yourself as a better character, then yeah, you can give that chance but there there still is that red flag there okay how many red flags does it take for you guys to say oh shit there's a bomb here there's a minesweeper there's a bunch of red flags on this one there's definitely a bomber here um there's a grenade someone's gonna have to cover for me it's hard to say because i haven't i guess i haven't had like i haven't seen many red flags mm. and i just like i just had a long relationship so it's not like i've been dating again but like if i were to start i don't know I don't know if you, I don't, I don't know if I could give it a number, but I think it's like certain ones obviously have more impact than other ones. And right, then, right. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's something to think about too. Yeah, it's not, it's not binary. There's no, a scale. no. There's yeah. a scale to it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think if there's like, let's say overall, there's three major red flags, then I'm in like, oh shit, there's a war zone right now. I'm not. Sure <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's about my number. I can handle maybe one, maybe two, but if there's three major ones, then I'm just like, yeah. uh, unless she's a fucking supermodel and super rich, I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah, for sure. I would, yeah, yeah. definitely the scale. Mm-hmm. I would like to believe my uh, tolerance is a lot lower now for red flags. Oh shit! And hopefully that reflects. Vivs in the, the market now. To... No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I am like asexual. Uh, okay. I don't. I guess these are all relatively similar. I don't know if there's another one. What's some shallow ones you guys can think of? I, I like those ones. ones. Like these deep ones are deep, but I feel like it's like kind of general. Like, okay, the it's most like, shallow one I can think of is that if you're overweight, mm. it's an ache for me because it reflects on how you carry yourself and how you how you view yourself as a person, how you take care of yourself and your lifestyle think, goals and your routine in life. I think you should say if you're obese. No. Because if you're overweight as in the BMI, you could be just really ripped. 
Okay, not not okay, not BMI yeah, related. Yeah, you mean more like obese, right? Obese. If you're obese, I'm gonna be honest. I'm probably overweight. If I'm I probably view, if I look at you and it looks like you cannot do any physical activity, if we go if we go on a, a walk, you will die. That sounds if, like obesity. If I yeah, invite you yeah. to do any sport and you will actually physically feel very uncomfortable, then I would not I like think it. That's more if you. Oh, okay, I'm not like gonna lie. No, I, I was I, gonna say if you. No, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Spill over the fucking handles on an airplane seat, then yeah. Oh. I <laughs> okay, but here, okay, here's the here's the situation. Oh, okay, this might sound crazy, but I've known some. Let's say let's put this in quote: fat people who are like super athletic still. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But I'm saying like it, like if it, because for me, I in it reflects in the way mm. of your lifestyle and how you carry yourself. Yeah, so you can sure. naturally hold more body fat. That's fu- that's completely fine. Mm, yeah, yeah. But if you look like you go up your own flight of stairs at home and you're actually like you actually need some medical assistance oh I, would, I would be totally concerned like, like wide load yeah, <laughs> yeah like no like sense. beeping when they back up yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I think you do mean obese though yeah, okay, yeah. I think Rather that's more what you mean yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, prob- I'm probably obese. overweight I'm definitely overweight and every time okay, we play yeah, volleyball obese. I'm like wheezing man oh I'm yeah like... me too I get really tired easily <laughs> okay yeah over- overweight then uh, oh, like in a oh. way that's messy. Okay, this isn't a shallow one, but I just saw this on the site. They rush a new relationship for too quickly. That's a huge one for me. Oh yes. Uh, I see this with my friends sometimes. I'm just like, oh, I don't know, man. This, this looks like a bomb to me. This doesn't look good. I agree. You mean rushing into it, or just rushing yeah. like the relationship is like moving like, faster than? I think both. Both. Like if you move in with them in the first month, I'm like, fuck that guy. <laughs> like the same, the same, right? Like you're a little unstable in something. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, like there's, see, there's something wrong, right? There's something wrong. Yeah, you, yeah. you need this person for whatever reason because you're not independent enough to be you, right? Um. Anyways, a shallow one. Uh, I can't. I'm trying to think of. Can you think of a shallow one, Austin? Come on, you can expose yourself. Yeah. Think of a shallow one. You see something on a. You're walking in a crowd. You see something. Oh God. I mean, if she's ugly. Definitely not but... that. I mean, like, okay, well. I mean, I have a bunch. If someone right? low rides their pants, uh, if someone wears pants and all you see is their fucking underwear all the time, certain, like, what the a certain fuck? Demographic that is known for that. No, it's not a demographic. I mean, it's a style. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> it's like that. I don't have issues with that. Gross. I mean, I I could live off some some shallow ones if they're ugly. Obviously, to my metrics, um, if they're too tall, <laughs> if they're obese. Yeah, I'd probably uh, the obese. If you're there. in public and you play things on your speakerphone, no, I mean, or I your know, speaker, man. like like off your. If you're in public and you're to... watching things on your phone and it's like blasting out, or if you're on a, like you're just walking, you're playing. But that's not. I mean, okay, yeah, that's a red flag. But it's not like it, it doesn't annoy me that much. Um, me. If Maybe. they're a midget, if they're <laughs> autistic, <laughs> if they're if they're racist, if oh, racist they're, for sure. I'm trying. Well, to I don't like people who are like on their phones too much, you know. But that's I don't know if that's a shallow. Thing. That's pretty annoying. But my girlfriend does that sometimes, too, so I can't really <laughs> yeah. say that. Um, I don't know. Like I can't really. This is my sound super mean, but if they have a physical disability, it's a little oh. tough. Like I don't want to like date someone with, that's gonna be in a wheelchair forever. Unfortunately, um, yeah, it's just tough. Unfortunately, that's for me too. Cause I, 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 I <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't want to feel like I can be more capable than you in terms of like the outmanning part, I would say. Yeah. Um, if they're blind, I don't know. Like, it's kind of tough. If I have to, yeah, if you have to, like, take it has to be like a much. movie thing. Like, you know, the movie where you fall in love with the blind person. Yeah. It, that's the only way I can go through that. 
Um, um, but if if you fell in love with someone and eventually they became blind as you became older, that's a different story. That's yeah, different. that's totally different. Yeah, no, but, but off the bat, that's yeah, I would. I don't think I'd sign myself up. Um, that, sorry. If they're hardcore conspiracy theorists, oh, I have one. Yeah, you have if a conspiracy theory? No, no, oh. no. <laughs> I'm trying to go through all the shallow ones right now. Man. Like religious for me. Oh, actually, I don't. Yeah, I don't really like that. Either. Really? Oh, you guys are fucked up. Yeah, I fucking hate you. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, like it's. I don't know. I know some people who are very religious and it's like, it gets like, like, I'm not trying to be rude, but it gets annoying. Right. Yeah. Like, especially when I had this one chick, she would use her social media and literally every day, every post, it's like all about religion, religion, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it was like very annoying. And she's like, literally, she's like, oh, she's like, hey guys, I'm at the Costco and I'm like crying, but I'm strong because of XX religion, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bro. Yeah. You to know. that level. Like your religious Alvin is fine for me. Oh, okay. Your level of re- religion or like, religiousness is fine for me. If they got chastity belt, you're like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, <bro>. like, <laughs> like shit like that. Or like I've had people where I've told them that I was going through some shit in life and they're like, all you have to do is pray. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like that, that level or so, that kind of thing. Or you can't talk, you can't talk to them about the nuances or the discrepancies between religion and science. Oh yeah. That's if, a, they're, if they're yeah. at that level, then that's, that's where I draw the line. I see. I think my, uh, my boundary of overly religious is like a little bit higher maybe mm. like i'm actually okay with like people of different i don't know like i i i feel like lately i think a lot about more about religion and shit and i just feel like fuck man like um it's great i don't know like i it, it sounds bad because i'm i am a man of science i'm i i like i love science mm-hmm. and shit but man like religion does something that actually builds a community of like actually people trying to do good like when you're in a church or something you don't you never have like a shitty thought of trying to be a bad person right it's just like enforces people to be better um but like i get the whole god thing i understand like that's not realistic blah 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 blah, blah, all that stuff but like the whole like building a community of good people i was like man i don't care what religion you are i feel like most religious people are generally trying to be a good a good person but i do get that overly religious people can be annoying as fuck yeah i think it's just when they start to project on you and you don't you know like when they start to push it on you and push it outwards yeah yeah true um like those people that go door to door right and they mm. bug you. Yeah, I mean that's when you get a big like dodo. Dude, okay, I, I yeah. went to a Shep and um, those people there was like these people would walk around and they would try to like promote their religion and they would like literally talk to us and I'm like, mind you, we're like fucking teenagers, right? Yeah, they'd come to us and tell us how like you know whatever can save us and then literally they would not stop bothering. They were like really trying like no, we're not interested, we don't want you. And they're like, oh, we just take a pamphlet, like you know, I don't want your pamphlet, I'm just gonna recycle it, whatever. And then we literally just like my friend and I were just like no English, and then we just sat there, and they just kept trying to talk, and we're like nope, no English, <laughs> and oh. they would not leave us alone. It was so annoying. I feel right? like they're like, trolling that's... you, no? No, oh, they were not trolling. They were they were like that's okay. Like that they're like that's okay. Too. We have many programs, different languages, and we're like fuck. Like it was. I'm next surprised level. you stayed at the troll. I straight we up told someone. I believe it's saying. <laughs> what are you gonna say now, huh? Yeah. What if you're like I'm gay maybe, or something? Hey, just drop that. Hey. Yeah. yeah. But like yeah. I'm gay. <laughs> and, they back, and they instantly back up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dick. Yeah. Right. You're like trying to touch them. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been like trying to stop my dick right now. <laughs> you're the troll bard. You'd be like, you're what? You guys, your gator didn't go off? Guys. Uh, gay as fuck. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. I was going to say, oh, uh, virgins. I, I can't do virgins. Mm. I, I'm trying to go through all of them oh, right people now. people were virgins? Yeah. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to date the Virgin Mary. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, what else? Oh, people who have a very uh oh, this isn't shallow oh. actually. People who haven't traveled much, they haven't have like a good outlook of life. Like they think life is like Alberta or Edmonton. I'm like, fuck off. 
Mm. I have a friend who never left Canada until last year, and he's like 28. He just never went anywhere. Oh, but have they been like to the east and west coast of Canada at least, like Vancouver, like barely? Oh, okay. Yeah, that guy did not travel much. Mm. Okay. You definitely learn a lot when you travel, for sure. Your world perspective changes a lot, I would say. Um, what what kind of personalities are? What about people who like spend a lot on shopping? Like, I don't like people who are bad with money, like money oh, management. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. 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 Um, people who have a useless degree. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so every every person working at Starbucks. Yeah, art majors. Yeah. Anyone who's coming out is nice. Not really. Yeah. A I actually they, see- they work at Starbucks now. <laughs> Um, people who are woke, I hate that shit. <laughs> what? Like woke ass people. I'm pretty uh, woke. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like just get out. I I don't even know what it means. Like BLM shit and like that's woke. Yeah, that's that's super woke. woke stuff. BLM is woke. Yeah, I thought woke means like 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 gender stuff. Like oh yeah, I'm he him. You can't tell me. Oh, you don't like different. the gender. I- oh, but that's someone- one. But like BLM is like a more woke thing like they're way too like like they went beyond of what they're actually trying to do oh i see yeah but anyways okay. yeah very woke shit i'm i can't do i, I can't completely that. agree um unfortunately if somebody was like these are my pronouns i'm shut fuck up yeah yeah low-key me i'm like hmm, okay like i like yeah. i respect that but if someone was to if they contribute their entire identity to their bisexual they're not bisexuality their sexuality and their pronouns and they're always trying to fight against the the status the norm, quo and yeah, all this yeah. shit i'm like okay Wait, i get that you're passionate about something but like fucking relax bro but when i say woke <laughs> it's not just that too it's also like like vegans are kind of annoying sometimes um, yeah v- like like anyone who projects their own stuff onto mm, other people sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, is like and those are usually the woke people i see and, and they, they like contribute their entire identity to the titles that they have yes mm, that's good like way to put okay it. the big one i was gonna tell you guys about before when you were talking about i forgot what you're talking about but when people fucking do videos about paying for other people's shit i was oh. like you can pay for other people's shit and not do it without video. doing the video like, yeah, yeah for like, sure you're literally just doing the video just for clout just yeah. so you can do that i was like this is so dumb I so was you like, don't like mr beast no 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 mr beast is different no, no, no. he's he's different like you know the people who are like literally just going to like a fucking grocery store or like people who i wouldn't say do a prank but like they'll do this whole like just camera prank, set up just to like give this guy like a hundred dollars this hobo a hundred dollars and shit i was like Mm. Bruh, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's people out on Wall Street giving people hobos hundred dollars, and they ain't fucking making videos about this. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't like. It feels like it's the opposite of the you know humanity or uh, I found humanity again kind of videos, right? I feel like it's the opposite. Oh, of it. it's like yeah. the, it's the opposite of finding humanity. It's literally people just doing shit for club. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that annoys the shit out of me. Um, I have one when you see people litter. Oh, oh yeah, oh, I yeah. see some litter. I'm like, I what the fuck's wrong time. with you, it's actually? <laughs> or when you see people like I mean, just, just spit, just hold you know, holding your pocket, throw it away later, and some of that, like spitting on the streets and things like that. You never have phlegm in your throat, and you just gotta it's get that shit out. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, maybe not on the street, dog. On the grass, like maybe when you're in the washroom doing your thing in the morning routine or somewhere else. But like, Jesus Christ! Really? Wait, you actually find spitting? I I feel yeah, like I actually I, find spitting gross. I, I find chewing tobacco spitting pretty gross. Um, yeah, that's that's different though. Normal right? phlegmy shit. I feel like you got to get that shit out. Okay, but um, go put in a yeah, ba- just, like trash can or like. But what if you're walking in a park and there's napkin? no one there? 
Don't do it. You just uh, want to hoard it in. You're oh like, God, oh, that one, no. just fucking gargle all until you find the next <laughs> fucking garbage can, which is like some. two kilometers away. Go find a tissue. Go do something else. Don't yeah, I don't know. Make a loogie right find there. Find like a very broad leaf and put it in the leaf and then throw the yeah. leaf away. Don't litter the leaf. You know. How the fuck is that different <laughs> spinning on the ground at that point? It's just, it's, it's the, I guess it's just a mannerism, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's just to get that. No, I'm not. That one I don't agree with at all. Whenever I'm driving, and I see someone throw like a piece of tissue out the, out the oh, window. I know, yeah, like I know they, that's yeah, going they, to decompose, but I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, that I agree is littering. But for me, spitting it's just kind of like I don't know. Like sometimes you have some phlegm in your throat, and it's better to get that shit out than to keep it in. Um, and it's just like I don't know. Like you just have to get it out, in my opinion. Oh, when people are mean to animals. I mean, that's yeah. That's just isn't that like a sign of. A psycho, like, like a serial killer shit. Something that looks like violence or something. Yeah. Uh, Aggression yeah. or whatever. Something yeah. like that. Um, I think that's about my red flag. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure you guys can think of some more and I'll probably agree, but I think that's about it. I, I got pretty shallow there. Got some stuff out there. Um, obviously, I agree with Bill on the obese part. Um, yeah. Ugly, obviously. Uh, oh, people in... Okay, I get admiring your gains in the gym, but oh. people who can't stop doing that. Oh, people on roids. They're like nurse, narcissistic. Yeah, narcissistic in, in that way. Yeah, yeah. People who do oh roids. Oh my god, it's gotta relax. Anabolic steroids. People uh, when they when they chew gum too much. Yeah, like, like they always have gum. Like when this, yeah. I got a friend. He chews too loud, and I keep. I told him, oh. I was like, "Can you please okay. not do that?" This is probably a reverse one. This is probably red flag that people will find of me. But uh, people who uh, get like orange juice or booster juice and they think they're healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I've never up. heard anybody say it's healthy. Sometimes like I get that shit because it's I full like, of sugar. But I yeah. feel like back in the day, people all thought it was healthy. I was like, you guys like, oh, I just worked stupid. out. Let me go get a booster yeah, juice type of like, thing. You guys are fucking stupid. If, if you're like a really big guy and like you need a lot of calories, I, I get it. But if you're like a skinny girl and you're like, oh yeah, I just need a booster juice because super healthy. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I have one. People that hop on trends and make it seem like it's their whole personality and they genuinely like it. Like I get like there there are mm. things that become trendy because they're uh. something that people naturally like like you know how a lot of people hate on girls for being basic but like okay it's it's understandable if you like ugg boots because they're fucking comfy they're easy to put on and they look kind of cute okay that's fine but people who their entire personality is always whatever's trending that that's a major for me like you have nothing that is actually your own personality and your own personality is every literally every single thing that's trending or basic yeah, and if it changes because it's no longer trending, and your personality, your personality, and what your interests are change with it, then it's like, what the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> Literally, have no substance to you. Yeah, yeah. Girls are guys who record everything. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> like, what do you mean record like, everything? Do you every think I record fucking everything? dish that they eat, every uh, okay. fucking moment they have? I'm uh, like, dude, just fucking enjoy it, man. Okay, Put I was talking away. to a friend about this actually yesterday. There are people who like to document a lot of parts of their life or a lot of people that share a lot of parts of their life on social media. And I would say I'm kind of one of them because I try and make like monthly recaps and things and I like to like share some of the foods that I eat sometimes. And I think that's fine. But if you do it in a way that disrupts the moment too much. So like people, when you're like hanging out with a big group of friends, I, I get it. If you want to take a group photo, if you want to vlog, you want to do things like that, that's fine. But there's people that do it because they're main intention is to post on social media yeah i know what you mean. that part 
that part that I'm, that's the part where I'm like, stop, bro. Like, you're not doing this because you want to capture the moment. You're doing it just because you want to post on social media. That's the part that I mean, the wrong way. I, I'm not trying to put a hit on you. Bro. Like, I actually think you're not that bad because I mean, okay, yeah, honestly, like bad. some of your stuff is pretty annoying. Um, but, <laughs> but like, for example, when we went to LA, you, you understood the boundaries, which, which was fair, right? Like you were yeah. around me and you knew I didn't really care for that stuff. So yeah. you knew at times you, you, you didn't do it, which mm-hmm. I, which I respect. Um, but yeah, like just some of that shit. I'm like, man, no, no one really needs to know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like when I'm hanging with someone, they always have their phone out trying to record something. I'm like, dude, you should put that shit away. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is like, I don't know, like something about like sometimes it's nice to have a private moment. You know? Yeah, no, for it's sure. Nice I to agree. Have a private moment with yeah, your friends. Like if it, yeah, really. Like no one needs to know about it. It doesn't even need to be recorded. It's in your memory, and if it's not, then it wasn't that important. Uh, yeah, I think along the lines of that, if you're really, if you're doing really stupid shit with friends and you're trolling all the time, if someone always wants to document it, mm. like always wants to record all the stupid shit just for like blackmail and everything, like every single bit, then I'm like, hey, bro, relax. Like, it's not, not everything <laughs> needs to be like documented for blackmail, okay? Yeah, I hate people who sue me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the cops that pull me over when I speed. Yeah, <laughs> fuck those guys. <laughs> Someone pulls you over. You know that's a major ache. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna drive away now, officer. Yeah, yeah. such a turn off. <laughs> I think anyone who's too politically on one side or the other. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Like I think I think like 95. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think 95 percent of the people are politically central. I think they they like stuff of both sides, you know. They like individualism, but they like some social um, safety net, you know. They like capitalism, but they also like you know some help from the community and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like most Ooh, people communism. <laughs> I feel like most people are like right near the middle, maybe a little bit one way or the other. I, I feel like ninety five percent of people are in that range, and then it's the fucking five percent that are like way there, where it's like mm. a dictator or complete, you know, capitalism. in the box. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, that's what we have for red flags. Uh, I think we had. I think we covered most of the good ones. I, I'm pretty sure right after this, we're gonna think of some. But fuck, we should have talked about that. Oh yeah, because uh, that always happens on every fucking podcast. But anyways, that's good enough of what we have. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys can relate to those red flags. If we, if you listen to this podcast and you relate to all the things we said, you're the problem. <laughs> um, and if you relate to the, our feelings about the people of what we just described, then you're not the problem. But yeah. Um, if you relate to a lot of these, you're definitely the problem. Please look at the mirror. Uh, but yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Feels bad. I mean, if you're disabled, not of your own fault, I can't really say. Oh that yeah. Major <laughs> one major red flag: people who fucking stare. What do you mean stare? I love staring at people. Like 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 you have a fucking problem. Like in the gym or uh, even wherever, oh. people who yeah, just stare. Sometimes I stare at people. It pisses me off. But what if they're After. just like, like I sometimes I look straight when I'm thinking really hard. No, if you can tell someone's zoning out, that's fine. Oh. But people who are actually staring because they can't tell that it's impolite to stare. Oh. I will. I actually walk up to people sometimes like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when people stare. Damn. I like to stare at people when I when I block them. <laughs> that's mm, different. Yeah. That's stare them down. <laughs> down. I feel. I feel what you mean. Uh, all right, cool. So Viv hates staring. Uh, so if you see Viv, don't look. Yeah. If you see her, don't look. Yeah. Over your eyes, bitches. Yeah. But anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll have some cool ones for the next couple of weeks and then another short break when I'm gone. All right, yeah. see you guys. See you guys. Bye. Bye.